to another episode of the Do Better Be Better podcast. I am I am Kevin Wright, and I'm joined by Raven. Woo! <laughs> hey, Raven, how you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. We got a couple of interesting topics for today. Uh, one of them is. So, I know we talked before, earlier in the episodes, about gender roles and everything. Mm-hmm. And usually men are expected to be the protect the protectors and the leaders and everything. Right. Um, and if they happen to fail at this job, <laughs> do you think the immediate course of action should be to leave that person, even if you have built a life with them? Like if they fail at the job one time? Yeah. But it could be like a really big time. I think it depends on the situation because like a lot of situations can determine how that person is going to move forward. But if it's like a situation where, well, you said it's a big situation. So... But if it's a situation that could be... Like, if it's a life or death situation, then, okay, you kind of see how that person is. But if it's a situation that's big, but not necessarily life or death, I feel like that can be something that y'all can talk about. Okay. Well, (laughs) uh, about last week, there was tornadoes ripping through different, you know, places. Uh, different states and everything, including here in Illinois. And a lady recorded on her TikTok, she's seen a tornado. So she go- she starts screaming and yelling, and she's trying to get her husband to wake up or get his attention. She's screaming for the kids to wake up. And she says, hey, uh, she says, tornado, tornado, tornado. You know, and then she says, uh, we, we got to go. And he's like, what? You know, what, what are you talking about? And she just keeps saying, tornado. There's a tornado outside. And he's like, you know, like he doesn't believe it. Mm-hmm. He says, no, it's not. And when I'm looking at the video, because it's quick, like she didn't even see it until the lightning struck and she saw it in the background. And then she immediately ran. And... I have mixed feelings on it because, well, a woman, uh, some women commented on the video and they were saying how they should, how she should leave him all because he didn't believe her and he didn't jump into action uh, quick enough. Uh, One person has said, my heart breaks for this woman. Here she is witnessing a dangerous situation that could level her entire home and kill her kids and her nonchalant, lazy husband couldn't be bothered by the entire situation and tries to gaslight her. She should leave him. Um, somebody else said they could have died. I would never be able to trust him to help keep my keep me and the family safe. And somebody else said that hopefully in the coming weeks she seriously she seriously thinks about divorcing him and my whole thing is like I don't know where they were 
But here in Chicago, sometimes the wind gets up pretty high. And we get tornado warnings. Right. But a tornado has never touched down here, you know? Uh, sometimes you might think it's a tornado, but it's like a wind vortex. So it's not really a tornado. And tornadoes move, you know, pretty fast and everything. You, you can hear it. And the alarm sounds. You know, when tornadoes hit the um, the uh, emergency alarm, that thing, they go, you know, they test it every month. It, it sounds to let you know, you know, there's a tornado coming, a tornado alarm. Right. And in this video, the alarm isn't sounding. It's barely... Like, she barely saw it. Like, the lightning hit, and then she saw, you know, a little vortex in the back. A tornado. And she, yeah, 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 it was a tornado. <laughs> um, and she's, like, pan like she immediately panics. And when she first started saying all she kept saying was, like, she wasn't even being coherent. She just kept saying tornado, tornado, hmm. tornado. And I don't know if she normally overreacts to stuff but he said well she had said I'm not being crazy you always say I'm being crazy but I'm not this time it's really a tornado right so this means she has a history of being really dramatic about stuff and it looks like he just goes to see it for himself just to make sure uh, because yeah, like you said, like, I don't know if it's normal for tornadoes to be in that area or not, but, you know, maybe he just wanted to double check, make sure, because there's no alarms. Like, how can you believe it when you don't hear anything? You don't see nobody else panicking. It's just her. And he says to, he tells her to calm down, like, she's freaking out the kids. And you can hear the kids in the background, you know, starting to freak out because she's freaking out. And at one point, she almost cries. <laughs> she almost cries. And I don't know. I feel like... I don't think he was necessarily lazy. Maybe nonchalant. Maybe a little bit too nonchalant. Mm -hmm. uh, but I don't think it was cause for divorce. Uh, I don't think this makes him a bad protector. Because in this case, a calm mind is how you should be. You shouldn't okay. be panicking in emergency situations. Like, there's times where I thought a tornado was coming, and I'm just notifying my family, hey, I, I think maybe we should move to the basement, you know, just mm -hmm. in case. You know, because um, I feel like when you're in a panic, you ever been at school for a fire drill? Mm -hmm. An unscheduled fire drill, and you see people panicking, and they're just grabbing stuff, and they're like... All the stuff about what we learn about not grabbing everything goes out the window when people don't know what's coming and they freak out and it doesn't help the situation. It makes everything more chaotic. Right. So what do you think? Do you think he failed in his role or do you th and you think that she should leave him, break up their family, take the kids and run? Or do you think he failed but she shouldn't leave but she should be wary of how he reacts in emergency situations okay so let's start here initially I didn't know how to feel about it I was kind of on the fence about the whole thing but as you just analyzed it and you know stated how you felt about it I got some clarity 
<laughs> and like literally, like I, I'm listening to you, and I got a lot of clarity as far as how I feel because <laughs> I didn't know how I felt. Um, first of all, it oh my god, it's so much. First, of, first of all, with her overreacting in in an emergency situation, there's always gonna you you don't know how you're gonna react in that kind of situation. There's always going to be somebody that's panicking. And as a mother, a wife, you're seeing this tornado. You're seeing this tornado coming towards you. Whether there's a siren or not, you're seeing this tornado right here outside of your window. You can look out of your window and see this tornado. And you have your children. And you have, you literally, you quite literally have your entire life in your house with you. And your entire life can be gone in a flat in a blink of an eye with this tornado i'm gonna overreact too <laughs> furthermore <laughs> with him laying in the bed and you know not getting up i i don't know i can't look into their life i don't know so i don't know if this is how he normally is i can't say that he did it maliciously i can't say that you know like he was kind of brushing her off maliciously i can't say that but what I can say is, like you said, because I didn't see, I didn't see all that. Like you said, when she was saying, um, I'm not being crazy. I'm serious this time. Um, to me, like to you, that might indicate, like you said, maybe she overreacts in situations. To me, that that might indicate that he gaslights her a lot. When she reacts in the way that she reacts, because <laughs> this your wife, you know how she reacts. So you shouldn't be married to her if you feel this way. But when she reacts how she reacts, I feel like he might gaslight her. Because in this situation, in the emergency situation, I should not have to tell my husband, I'm serious, I'm not being crazy. Believe me, I'm not being crazy this time. Like, I should not have to do that. I should not have to shake you up and I shouldn't have to do that. You shouldn't have to reinforce and go and check to see if it's a tornado out. Like, you shouldn't have to do all... Our kids are in danger. This ain't about me and you. This ain't about how you feel like I re overreact, you know, how I overreacted in the past. Our kids are in danger. No, you should not go and look out the window. That's just like somebody... You, I'm waking you... I'm waking uh, my husband up in the middle of the night, and I'm telling him, oh, it's somebody in the house with a gun come on we gotta get the kids we gotta get to safety and you like well no nah, i'm gonna go downstairs and i'm gonna make sure first because i don't know you might be crazy you you might not have a sodium holding a gun in front of your face so i'm gonna go check myself that's how i feel like this situation is so yeah i feel like now okay i'm gonna get to the real question that you actually asked me um do i feel like i guess i feel like he dropped the ball tremendously because this was a situation where you should have um where you should have believed your wife and you should have tried to get your kids and your family to safety do i feel like she should leave him um not specifically for this situation but just how she was begging and pleading with her husband um i feel like there's something wrong with their relationship like, I feel like there might be underlying it. Because for you to have to tell your husband, I'm not being crazy. What? 
That don't make no sense. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so even though I hate dealing with hypotheticals, but we don't really have any facts. We only have what we was presented with. Right. If tornadoes don't normally go through there, you know, uh, he should just... Basically, what I'm saying is, should you just automatically believe someone uh, with no proof? Yes! Like, like you should just automatically believe people that are freaking out with no proof of stuff because a tornado that's big you know an intruder in your house like i saw somebody with a gun in the house that you know i would jump into action you know um if somebody told me there was a tornado outside right now honestly i would probably look for myself like look out the window and be like where you know be like hold on like you for real like I, right. I would have to because you know there's no tornado ever touched down here right so why am i running like like i said i do sometimes get cautious like if i feel like my window is about to break or something i'm like okay maybe maybe right, this right. might be the one <laughs> <laughs> but if i'm not hearing no tornado like anything it, it'll, it'll be hard for me to just take that knowledge and run to my basement grab my kids i think it was a dog too uh like you have to move everybody down to the basement you chilling down there and then what if nothing happens you go up and then now you're the the little boy that crowd wolf i mean this is his wife no i don't see what you mean this is his wife well, if she if has a history of overreacting this, or, you know, I don't know. The way she said that I'm not being crazy this time, it makes me feel like, I don't know, maybe she sees stuff that she doesn't really, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard for me to. <laughs> in this situation, I just personally feel like in this kind of life or death situation, you believe your wife, and if it wasn't true in the end, okay, you handle that. But you would rather believe your wife than to go and look out the window, and the tornado hits you, and you down right there. Now you don't, you never know if it was a tornado or not. You just dead. You don't know. <laughs> well, that's the thing. If it, if a tornado was that close, you would know it. Like you would know it. The thing was, it was like so far off in the distance. Well. I just feel like in this kind of situation, he should have just believed his wife and crossed that bridge when he got there, if it wasn't true. Like, you have kids. This ain't, she ain't calling you and you at home by yourself and she telling you, oh, it's a tornado. Then you can go and look. You can go and look and try to see, because that's your life. But no, when you in the house with your wife, kids, and y'all dog, no, you believe your wife. And you deal with whatever comes later, you know, whatever comes after that. At least y'all not dead. At least y'all, you know, you was cautious and y'all not dead. Y'all alive in the basement. Honestly, what I would have did, I probably would have asked her to calm down uh, just a little bit and grab the kids and take them down to the basement and stuff. So you could look out the uh, window. Uh, just to make sure, cause I wanna, cause 
there's two things. Uh, one, I want to make sure everybody's safe. And two, if a tornado is coming and it's going to destroy everything, I need to make sure we have our birth certificates, our passports, our IDs and stuff just for... Because if all that stuff blew away, do you know how much of a nightmare it's going to be to have to prove who you are? <laughs> where you live that you know to get to FEMA and all that stuff so you should have all of that stuff with you um, everything else is not important like pots and pans and electronics and all that stuff but I, I would get my actual like documents and stuff uh, try to find the doll because I remember if I remember correctly they couldn't find like the dog had ran outside so you I'm know a dog is a man's best friend. <laughs> I can, I me personally, I would never let my animal go out like that. <laughs> so yeah, I, I mean, it's up to my job to uh, up to me as a man to sacrifice my life for my family anyway. So it's like if I Including make sure. Including a dog. So you telling me you gonna leave your wife and your kids behind because you want to go outside and save your dog? You're trying to downplay the relationship of a dog and your family, man. Why? Why would you do that? You see Independence Day. They did not let that dog down. I mean, I don't know. It like, got warm. I don't know how I would feel like, yeah. I, we, Think we about might. it. If I, if I die, but the dog survived, that is your new protector. At a least dog. in a... In a me, what do you know? How many dogs have saved their families? I lives? mean, that's true, but no, don't don't die and leave me no dog. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm okay, sorry. I'm being dramatic. I'm being dramatic, but like, I'll at least try to go call my dog. Like, I'm, right, I'm probably right. not gonna run out to the store and be like, Lassie, right? I'm gonna just but... open the window, call the name, and that's it. Yeah, and um. Because the one thing I would want to see, too, because I would want to see how much time I got. I don't know. Because what if I'm just wasting time trying to get our IDs and stuff on the tornado is really right there. Right. That's what I was going to say, too. Like, <laughs> it's like take let me, get all that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, let me gauge how far away it is. Because even if I did believe you, You'll know I believed you because I'm telling you to get to safety. Exactly. Grab the kids, exactly. get to safety. For him, uh, it was, I just need to that. see how far away it is. Yeah, exactly. that's what I'm saying. I think he dropped the ball. Like, you uh, didn't say nothing like, well, I'm going to let her get the kids and go in the basement. You know, she trying to save yeah. your life. Yeah, I, I just don't agree with uh, freaking out. Like, I, I don't know. You're right. You know, when people panic, you never know how they're going to react in situations. Uh, right, because I'd be, ooh. I, I, I just don't want, like, scre like everybody freaking out and not listening to me. And Somehow it's like, not listening you know, to you, me. <laughs> because I got to get everybody to safety now. <laughs> and if everybody's screaming, like, chickens with their heads cut off. Or, I mean, but, I mean. Know, I, save dolly you know <laughs> running around it's like no you heard her yell at one of her kids get down here <laughs> it's just, like, she was no. just in a panic like her whole life is flashing before her eyes and her husband not even do it like her little husband is literally telling her no no 
I appreciate that though. You know, I, I appreciate somebody who can freak out uh, because they're like another warning, another alarm. They're like, oh, right. oh my gosh, it's happening. Because only, only I would have been. It wouldn't have, I wouldn't have waited to cry until he ain't believe me. I would have been crying by the time I was waking him. <laughs> uh-uh. I, I like how she uh she brought herself back because I don't know if their sister was over visiting or something because I think she was talking to her sister and because uh, I heard her getting ready to cry and then she like brought it back like she was like hold on you know let me let me you know stay calm like because right. she I, I felt like it was almost over I think the weight of the situation and that her husband didn't believe her was breaking her. And yeah, that, that kind of sucked to hear. That kind of sucked to hear. Right, like not even like let's not even just talk about the life or death situation. Like it's the fact that my husband did not believe me. Like that's a whole nother thing. Even after this tornado is gone, two months from now, like that's a whole another situation. My husband didn't even believe me. Like dang, okay. I think that would need some dare, no, some therapy. Right. That well, would I be mean, my recommendation. She can get a divorce, like they was but... quick to. <laughs> That's nuts. Cause I would just want to get to the root of what is going on in a relationship that right. your husband. Cause you know, even with logic aside, like they also said we couldn't get earthquakes. We had an earthquake in Chicago exactly. at one point. So it's like, even if you don't. Even if you use logic, still, like, not to believe something so... Like, she is freaking out. She obviously saw something that was scary enough for her to be like, nah, it's coming. And how calm he was. Like, he was just like, no, it's not. Like, what? What? Oh, I would have been hot. I would have been like, what? For real? Okay, 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 okay. Be cool. Grab the kids. Go to the basement. Let me grab the documents and stuff that we need. Right. Uh, and if she say like the dog went outside, I'll be like, all right, I'll try to go get them. You guys get to the basement. Exactly. Yeah. It. <laughs> I just. I guess I was just really <laughs> flabbergasted by how nonchalant he was about the whole situation. Like, in in any situation, if you're telling somebody something that is occurring or something that's a fact and they just say, that's not true, you get irritated. But in this kind of situation, I can't imagine. Like, I cannot imagine how she felt. I can't imagine how she probably still feels after the situation. He would have had to sleep outside that day. (laughs) Oh man! Like this tornado coming, and she went out of her way to come wake you up. Okay. Wait, are you saying you wouldn't wake up your husband if he was asleep? I mean, <laughs> I mean, first of all, if I know he ain't gonna believe me, I mean, I I try to wake him up. But you're not going to just, while my kids right here and the tornado coming, you're not going to tell, we're not going to go back and forth on whether or not I'm being honest. <laughs> I'm going to run in there, I'm going to wake you up, I'm going to say tornado, and I'm, I'm going to leave out the right. I'm not going to be standing there trying to shake you up. No. 
Because we're in a life or death situation, and right then and there, you have told me. I don't know. You didn't tell me a lot with that situation about how you feel about us. Your whole family. Even the dog. And if anybody wants to see the video for themselves and have an opinion, uh, I think her TikTok is Sasha's S A S H A S TikTok 13. If anybody wants to see it for themselves and make their own judgment. Um, another topic <clears throat> I had was on the same note of leaving your significant other. <laughs> This woman said that she doesn't feel like she can trust men because she feels like uh, men will work hard to pursue a woman and then act extremely sweet towards them for them to just dump them when they can get a woman who is more conventionally attractive. Uh, she said this normally happens when a guy's social status change, usually from finding a prestigious job or graduating from university, being promoted at work, becoming rich, famous, etc. Um, she's wondering, like, even she's, she's basically worried. Could that happen to her, too? It makes her not even want to uh, be in a relationship. Uh, or she's scared to fall in love and she wants to avoid it to avoid being hurt because of this she wants to know if she was being paranoid uh, and how can she know if a guy is looking for love uh, or just a placeholder uh, girlfriend and <clears throat> I personally think this comes down to women not doing what they need to do oh to keep God. their man. <laughs> okay, let me let you talk. I don't like to do this. <laughs> no, for real. Cause okay, okay. If we agree that women give access to sex and men give access to relationships, if a guy decides to be with you and say, you know, let's take this for the long run. If you stop being who you are and then he leaves you because he thinks he can do better, then how is that on the man's fault? Because there's been plenty of times where men have upgraded. Like they've been with a, a woman that they was with when they was broke, when they was nobody, and they got famous and got rich or whatever. And they still stuck with that person. Even though there's way more gorgeous women that, like she said, she's scared of, you know, somebody more attractive around, but they still stuck with that day one person. And I say, like, there's a reason. Because, you know, it's not always about looks and everything. It's about who they are and how they hold it down and stuff like that. Uh, if she's not doing what she needs to do to keep her man, that she's gonna lose her man you know so I don't know I don't think she needs to be paranoid about this happening if she's doing what she needs to do to keep her man what, what, what? 
<laughs> what you got to say? I have a lot to say. Because I know you about to snap. <laughs> because first of all, yeah, it's not, okay, it might not always be about the looks or whatever. But at the same time, it's also not about a woman changing who she was. And Because first of all, let's be real. Let's be real. Society's expectations already have women jumping through hoops trying to be who they trying to stay the same towards a man and trying to keep a man you know this is society's expectation women ain't just falling off like literally you see all throughout social media and this is my problem throughout social media throughout everyday life you see so many and this is sad because you see so many people telling women oh you need to stick by him while he down. Oh, you need to sit. You need to be a ride or a die. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but where's that same? Men don't get that same push. Men don't get the same push of, oh, you need to stick by her. Oh, you need to keep her. Women get that push. Women, do, and there have been multiple times. Even like, let me tell you how messed up some men. I ain't going to say all men. Because I don't like to say that. <laughs> That's first of all. But how messed up some men are, you can help a man to get his GED. Like, he ain't even get no million dollars yet. You can help a man get his GED and he think he better than you. You can help a man get out of jail. Like, get out of the prison system. He don't have no job yet. He don't have nothing. He just he literally just got out of jail. And he think he better than you now. So, and that's, I'm saying, some men, because that's what I want to say. I don't feel like she should be scared because, and, and I don't think that she should be afraid to, you know, fall in love or be scared because this whole dating thing is a gamble. You know, and I'm not just saying it's a gamble for women. It's a gamble for women and men. But it's okay for her to feel the way she feels. It's okay for her to feel like that. Because I have seen influencers. I have literally seen influencers who are bigger women and they have very attractive husbands and unsolicited advice and comments are under their videos telling them how he's going to leave her, how he could have did better. and yeah, Like this is society. This is society. Like my man ain't even thinking honestly, about leaving her. He ain't even thinking I'm, about that. Yeah, but I mean, what you finna say? Please don't say nothing crazy about your mouth. <laughs> Please do not. I was about to say like, but it could be true. What? Once you get to a certain status, somebody could do better than you. I mean, but that's just pointing out the obvious. She the rich I one. Don't, I don't see. I don't see why somebody should get mad. She's like, the rich she one. Mad? Because she's oh. the rich one. He could do. He she could do better. She's the one who got the money. But because she bigger or she don't fit into society's expectations, oh, he could do better. She got the money. She could do better. She got the influence. She got the confidence. She got the job. She could do better. It's so I hate that idea. Like I hate that well, idea of sometimes they sometimes they can't because 
the thing is women who get their careers and all this stuff it's hard for them to usually find a partner because they have like masculine qualities to get that oh like my god argumentative uh <laughs> what about how it takes to get like that far up in a company like if you was it don't even have to be a company and all that kind of stuff like I don't know. And then being overweight too, like sometimes it's hard for women to find. No, I'm saying because you said she was a big woman, but she was also rich and successful and all that stuff. I ain't gonna say rich, but she had confidence. But continue, she got her own oh. money. Oh, well, he ain't richer okay, than so her. This is this is the difference. Men will date down. Like, a man don't care how much a, a woman is making, what kind of job she got, all of that kind of... Like, we don't care. Cause as long as she providers. cute. As long as she we're, cute. <laughs> it ain't just that. Like, if you're going to have her in your life long term, she has to be wife material, too. Uh, And, like, her having a job and all that stuff really don't matter at the end of the day. Because if you're going by traditional gender roles... You're going to be the one providing the stuff anyway. You want somebody who's going to be there, uh, who you can trust, who raise your kids, be there for you, have your back, you know, maybe even help you with your business grow or something like that. But women don't do that. <laughs> women don't even like to take care of dudes for a long period of time. But we like still do. three, six months. They, they are ready to kick him to the curb. They're like, hold on, man. You still not working and stuff like this. And, like, dudes don't care. If he's not... Matter of fact, you could go on dating profiles. And women be like, if you don't got what I got, don't even talk to me. Men do that, too. But the thing is, it's only a certain amount of men that have that. Like, say if a girl's making, like... 80,000 a year. There's only 20% of all men that's making that. So she got a good 20% to choose from. And, and then, well, see, that's the thing. And then, if she only date a certain race of men, that is, it comes even lower. So she only likes black dudes, or Asian dudes, or Mexican dudes, or white dudes. Like, it's only a certain amount that makes up that 20%. And then, on top of that, a whole bunch of women all want that same dude, whether they have, whether they make that money or not. They want that same dude. So now you're like fighting all this competition. And it's like, if you're all pining for the same dude, obviously the best woman in his eyes is the one that's going to win. Unless you're going to share that man, which a lot of women don't want to do. Right. And I see you where see you're coming I mean? from. So it, it's it's harder. So yeah. But I still disagree. You saying yeah? You saying it like I disagree completely. I see where you're coming from. And when you in the choosing stage, okay, that's fine. That's dandy. We talking about somebody that's been with somebody and decides to leave her because he sees somebody else that he wants simply because of looks. But that's what if it. it's not just looks? Well, in the 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 post. They was just talking about looks. True, but it's it's never really just looks. Because I, I wish I, you would tell you, like, you, you see these 
women all day, every day. All these super fire women. Everybody gets old. That beauty's gonna fade. And you don't want no girl that's gonna be injecting all this nasty stuff into her face and everything, trying to stay looking young and all See. of this. No, like, you don't want See. that. See, you're speaking from your point of view. Because a lot of men will just go, like, if, if, if she starts getting old or looking old and she don't want to change or keep herself up, as they say, they just find another person who will. It's only certain men who really do that. Like, it's right, a small right. percentage. Like, Leonardo DiCaprio, yeah, that fool only dates girls that's, like, under 25 or something. And then he dumps them once they get over it. Right. Like, him, he does stupid stuff like that. But if anything, a dude might just have sex with a girl that's, like, prettier and all that stuff. Just because he has the option to. But he's not going to mm-hmm. leave his wife. Like, right. no, he might he's as not. well you going to cheat on her. It's different. You might as well leave her. Because she going to cheat on you. Why? Why would you break up, yo? Why? That's shady. Why so would you So you telling me <laughs> that if my husband goes out and he cheats on me, what should I do? What do you think? And yo, man, what should I do? It depends on what kind of cheating he did. Because it don't depend on you, nothing. If you if you look at a man from a pure science standpoint, so now I'm breaking down males as a male standpoint. You know we are filled with testosterone coursing through our bodies. If you go by just that and instinct, all we want to do is have sex. Then y'all sex, don't need to sex, get married. Sex. Wait, 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 wait. That's just, that's like at a primal instinct, we have that urge to have sex a lot. And women can deny or give that access. And a lot of dudes aren't even having sex. A lot of dudes are sitting here masturbating because girls won't give them that access. So. And that's what comes to when you hear some women say, a dude will bang anything. It doesn't mean anything. It's just them giving in to their animal nature. But if he's like sharing his resources with this girl, buying her a house, buying her purses and stuff, that's beyond cheating. Like that is a conscious decision. Like if it just happens, if somebody was just like, you know, it just happened. Like, he just cheated, you know, and it was like a one-time thing. Oh, I don't think you should blow your family up over that. But oh, if this well. dude is, like, setting down roots and all of this stuff, because think about it. Look, look how you said. I'll go back and cheat, too. You see, that was an emotional cheat. You don't want to cheat on him. You're just doing it as You're right. either revenge or it's an emotional thing. That's why dudes get so mad at women when they cheat because... It's an emotional thing. Like, they're emo- like there's no urge to cheat. Like, you don't have an urge to just go have sex with somebody. Like, sometimes dudes... You ever see, like, a girl bend over? And then the dudes just... they. It's like their neck just snapped. Because it just looked straight there. Even when they're with their women next to them. It's because it's just animal 
instinct. It's just nature for them. So y'all just die. And it's it's hard to resist that. Like I try to make it a point to like try to resist those kind of things, you know. <laughs> well, but sometimes it gets hard. And once some dudes get that option, because think about it. You can have sex with anybody you want. Literally anybody. Like you could go outside and say, who wants to have sex with me? And people will have sex with you no matter what. Dudes don't get those kind of options. And some dudes, once they get the option to be able to do that, sometimes they're like a kid in a candy store. Like they're just, you know, they're just like, oh, I want to sample everything, 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 everything. But not all dudes are like that. Some dudes do know how to keep themselves under control and resist that urge to do that. But not everybody. Well. So so it's like once you finally get those options, because you get those options. How many girls say they got hit on when they was like 13 or 12 or 14? Too many to um, name, and that's a whole nother topic. Exactly. Dudes is like just trying to... They're pedophiles <laughs> and predators. <laughs> but... Uh, and, and women are having they can have sex at any point in time dudes can't so many dudes don't even have sex until they're like 18 19 and uh, according to new data uh, women are having way more sex than men nowadays women realize that they can have the option to have as much sex as they want Dudes, not so much. Well, you said all that, and <laughs> that might be true, you know? That might be true. But me personally, if I am cheated on, I don't care what point we at. I don't care what, what, what how many years we in, I don't care. I am done. You I ain't gonna cheat. Up your I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna cheat on him. I ain't even gonna say I'm gonna do that because that's that's really no. I'm not gonna stoop that low. But yes, I'm going to leave because my own sanity is more important than trying to keep up um images and all that. Oh, so you don't think you could mentally handle that? No, I think who cheated on Yeah, you. I think that it was my man will always be on that. Like I don't care if we went to therapy. <laughs> I don't care if we healed. Like I would I, every argument we, we would have, I would say, but you cheated on me though. <laughs> so even if it didn't mean anything. Even if it I don't care like, what it meant. <laughs> I don't care. Yes, I, I would get a divorce. I don't know. I would get a divorce, yeah. You know dudes literally have sex with inanimate objects. And that's on them. But, but I'm saying, me. like, that's how you know, like, it doesn't... It's ne- not necessarily the person. That's what I'm saying. Like, you would leave. Yes. Like, have your family split apart because yes. of yes. infidelity. Yes. And if he is a good man... Does it seem like you're trying to get at him to be a good wait. man? If he's a good Why? man, then we can co-parent and we can we can do this thing. But no, I'm not gonna be with him. No. 
No. That sucks. Well. Well, I can see if y'all it was just y'all, but if you have kids, we can co-parent. No, my kids are not worth my sanity. My kids are not worth my sanity. I can't be a good mother to my kids if I'm running around here mentally unstable. No. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. No. And you shouldn't. Hey, I, you know what? At least you're being honest with yourself. Yeah. And you being honest. Like, that's that's something that some people are not honest about. And that's how some women end up killing their kids. Right. Because they and couldn't I, handle something like that. And I would want my daughters to know. Like, if you are in this kind of situation, it is okay to leave. It's okay. You ain't got to prove nothing to nobody. Your kids still gonna love you. It's oh, it's still okay. Well, sometimes they do. <laughs> yeah, sometimes they, now kids, you know, with kids it can be it can with kids it can go either way because some you know kids can kind of resent the mom because you know it'll seem like well the mom well I mean I am doing I am the one who leaving so they'll see that I'm leaving and they'll probably be like oh you leaving daddy they'll understand one day they'll understand but it's also okay to stay that's the thing a lot of women say they will leave but they never say it's okay to stay it is so like if that is what she wants to do and that is something that she knows that mentally she will be okay with it's absolutely okay to stay like if this is your decision it is absolutely okay it is absolutely okay i don't want uh women to feel like if they decide to stay you know people because a lot of women do that like a lot of women are scared to tell their family that they gonna stay because they you know they might get judged or scared to tell their friends because they might get judged stay out of people business if i want to leave my husband i'll leave him if i don't want to leave him i won't so stay out of my business that's it. Yeah, people tried to shame Cardi B, and you know she yeah. she uh, brought that up. She was like, "Why? Like he cheated? You know that's not a big deal to me. Like she don't." And that lady living her life. She is and living she said, her what life. What I'm gonna do? She said, "What I'm gonna do? Leave him? Leave the father of my child to be with some dude that's probably gonna cheat on me too? And, and that's he how doesn't she even feels. love me or do anything for me? Like right? That's how she, you know. And I, if that's how she feel, I respect her for that." Beyonce took her man back. Like Beyonce is living the best life, you know. Yeah. But you see, that's the thing. That's what I'm glad you brought them up. I'm not Cardi B. I'm not Cardi B. My husband ain't buying me no cars and houses, and I can't. I can't. When I'm crying, I gotta sit in my bed and cry. She could probably go on a different island and cry. So yeah, I'm a, if I'm rich, I'll probably stay too. Yes, I could. Huh. Yes. You know what? Somebody, some woman did say something like that. Oh, I wish I remember exactly what she said. But she said, I would rather be crying in Paris right. <laughs> than somewhere else. Or right. Something like that. Because somebody was like, you wouldn't leave? And she said, I would rather cry in Paris. Exactly. Blah, blah, blah. Now, in that situation, <laughs> no, I'm not leaving. Because you got to you gotta think about it. You can't compare these people who can go to different islands and cry or to, to make up, you know, to make up to her. He bound her a whole house or some new property versus my my man that ain't working. He got to drive my car every day. He ain't got to have, you know, he ain't got nowhere to live. 
You can't compare that. You can't oh, compare that. Man. Oh, okay. So, okay. So, say you had a dude that was wealthy and well mm-hmm. off. Would that change your mind about leaving? Now, for me personally, no. It wasn't. <laughs> you was just saying. Because <laughs> I'm just saying, you can't compare them to, but I'm, I personally would still leave. Oh, because it'll still be on your mind. Yeah. I yeah. personally would still leave. And I would personally, um, you know, I, well, and I can't even say that because Cardi B had her own money. I was going to say I had my own money. Beyonce got her own money. Cardi B got her own money. You know, they still going to be good without them men. But it's still, because it's more, it's deeper than just having right, money. Too, right, and like, see, they got, uh huh, they got a family, they got property, like they got businesses together. They in this, mm-hmm. they are in this. I ain't got no businesses or nothing with nobody. Sorry, but I guess if I did, you know, I don't know. I I just feel like a lot of times, and see, this is what men tend to go wrong. And that's why I feel like I would have to leave because in these kind of situations, especially when you're in the limelight, when you, you know, have a platform and stuff, when your man cheat, he tend to do so in a way where the whole world will see it. Like, why wouldn't you be a little more quiet than that? Come on now. Oh, you don't want to be embarrassed. Okay. Like, that's embarrassing. That, caveat. that is embarrassing. nobody knew except for you? Except for me and my man. Um, that's interesting. I will leave. I will leave because I just, I just know me, and mentally, yeah, because you still know, yeah, right. I, I just, I just feel like I would just not be able to mentally get past that. Now, you know, and I always say, like, with questions like this, and you know, with questions like this, as far as marriage and. You know, when people have built things and stuff, I'm not married. I haven't built anything with anybody. You know, I'm kind of doing my own thing, building my own thing. So I feel like I can't really, um, hold on. I feel like I can't really answer those kind of questions because I don't know how I, you know, would react if I was married and I had, basically if I had skin in the game. Like, if I had property with this man, if I had a business or businesses with this man, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I would handle that, you know? I would hope that this man that I have built these businesses with and, you know, built this life with and stuff, if we do decide to split as far as a divorce, I will hope that we have a good enough friendship to where we could still, you know, run these business, Like, where we could still be cool enough to still you know but see now that i'm talking no you you gonna take them to the cleaner (laughs) this is my business (laughs) i wouldn't but now that i'm talking i see like another thing about the situation is another thing about it is um um what was i gonna say another thing about it is sometimes it's not like people have to get married for more than love so it's about a partnership, you know? Yeah. And the real question is, if, if, if your guy did cheat and y'all have built this strong partnership, would you be okay with, you know, letting it go? 
yeah, that's something you should discuss ahead of time. Like, if it's just that, um, like, if he, you know, I don't know. Because some dudes go on business trips a lot, and he's away from his wife a lot. And if she right. knows that he's a, a little horny toad, you know, who can't really, like, normally he don't go, like, a week without sex or whatever. And it's like, he's gone for, like, a month or so. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, are you guys going to have some kind of agreement? Mm-mm. You know, you don't know about it. You don't find out about it. Sometimes we- whatever. So my question is, if we have some, some kind of agreement for when he goes off, if I'm going off, can we have some kind of agreement too? See, and that, and that's the problem right there. See, that's the problem. What's the problem? You are premeditating cheating. This is if he can't resist his urges. You so what are if trying to I make as a, a con- woman can't? What if I can't resist what? my urges? What if I can't? <laughs> you are trying to like... Okay, so once again, this is the difference. It's even hard for these rich men and dudes to uh, rich men to get girls to sleep with them. Like it, it's still it's still like a chase. Like it's not just open sesame now that I got money. Sometimes it's easier, but it's still a chase. You can just go out and cheat. And it's gonna be worse because you're gonna pick and choose who you're gonna cheat with. You will literally be like, mm, well, I've been eyeing Darren for a long time. <laughs> so if you cheat on me, that's who I'm gonna cheat with. Like, it's different. It's different than a hypothetical, you know. Cause you're not just gonna sleep with the first person you see. You're not. I guess. Well, I guess I just need—I don't know. I just feel like <laughs> I just feel like as adults, when you get when you get into a relationship, these kind of things should be spoken about. Yeah, yeah. And if we're gonna I, I, be, I think so too. Right. If we're gonna be in a, because I'm gonna tell somebody at the beginning, like if you cheat, I'm leaving. It's not no well. It, I'm leaving. I don't care how far we is down the road. I don't care. You better try to cheat before we get too much property. So you won't lose out on too much. Because I'm leaving either way. So you better try to you better try to hurry up and get that out in the beginning so I can just go ahead and leave you. Don't wait until we 10, 20 years in and we didn't got property and we didn't got businesses and now you want to cheat. Because I'm still leaving. Okay, let's bring this back to the original. Of she said, they're saying like a man upgraded, and then he like leaves you. How about since you said like we're adults, so we should be able to discuss, you know, uh, expectations and stuff that we want out of each other. If a man lays out to you how he wants you to be. And you don't follow that program, and he leaves you. Like, (laughs) because if your stipulation is don't cheat on me or I'm gonna leave, and he says, 
he wants you to stay fit make sure the house is clean when he gets there make sure you know food is like stuff like that right and you fail on your end and then he leaves you i you mean know. first of all because a lot you... of dudes usually set, let women know during the dating phase and women i don't know if you guys just don't take them seriously and stuff but they tell you like they literally say like you know you could cook you know clean for me you know do all this type of stuff and some girls just laughing off and right. then once they leave you for somebody who actually is doing that stuff now it's a problem so it's that's what i mean it's like we tell you this stuff and you don't or you like what kind of dudes you usually or what kind of girls you usually date and then the dude be like you know girls that's like if he say like girls that's like in shape or fit you know whatever and then you end up falling out of shape and then he leaves you for somebody who's staying on top of their fitness then it's like how can you be mad when he told you who he liked what he expected and then yeah they upgrade i guess <laughs> i guess <laughs> so so many things popped in my head <laughs> And like, cause like, it's one thing to tell somebody, well, I want my, you know, wife or a woman to cook for me every day. And I'm going to say wife, cause I'm not doing all that if I'm just a girlfriend. I want my wife to cook all, you know, every day. And I want this and I want that. It's one thing to, to him to say that. And the girl, if the girl agrees with it, then okay. You know, it's fair game. Just like if I tell somebody you cheat, I'm leaving. That's mm-hmm. fair game, you know, or other stipulations I might have. If they don't meet, you know, if they fall off or if they can't meet. And see, that's another thing. You have to be, as adults, you have to be able to communicate. Like, you have to be able to constantly communicate throughout the relationship. No, I don't think that it's right that you just get up and leave. Oh, I told you 10 years ago what I want. So, you know, so I feel like you started to, like, get overweight. You will want a dude to tell you, like, whoa, you're looking a little chubby there what I was finna say. That's what I was finna bring up. The overweight. That's why I didn't mention the overweight thing because that's a whole nother thing. That's in the whole nother situation. Because you have to realize I've seen situations where women will have a baby. Women will carry a entire human inside of them and give birth to an entire human being and they have gained weight and now they man ain't attracted to them no more. I like mean, what? What? You can tell If you don't me. like, if you don't like fat girls or any kind of fat, fat dudes, fat girls, whatever, on both sides. If you don't like that, and then your part partner turns into that, of course you wouldn't be attracted anymore. But, but the good thing about it is you can lose that weight. Right, and see that's what I'm saying. Like for a lot of women, a lot of women feel pressure to after they have a baby to you know get back in the gym and snap back no when i if i ever have a baby i'm going to take my time (laughs) i am going to take my time no i'm not finna two weeks after i have my baby i'm back in the gym i am going to take my time and i am going to appreciate my this body that just pushed a human being out well it usually takes them about a year to get back uh, those girls that like get their body back in three to six months, they didn't get that big in the first place. 
Right, uh, and see... Which is another thing. Some women, like, they use the excuse to get, like, as big as houses just because Sometimes they're pregnant. Because you don't have to get that big. It can happen, though. Yeah, because you like maxing. You can gain, like, no, you can gain about 50 pounds, 50 to 60 to 70 pounds during pregnancy. Yeah, but a doctor would tell you that you don't need to be that overweight. Wow. No, I'm saying, no, I'm. Because all I'm saying is, you're like, if I'm, if I'm pregnant, I'm going to, if I'm pregnant and my baby is hungry in my belly, I am going to eat. I am going to eat. I'm going to be, I'm going to just say, if I ever get pregnant, I'm going to be laying down with my feet kicked up and I'm going to eat. I am going to eat. Yes, I am. I'm going to make sure my baby is well nourished. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Well, that's why some women continue to work out and exercise because they know they're going to max. And they're trying to I don't know if I'm going to even do that, but <laughs> maybe in the beginning, not even in the beginning, like in the first trimester, because they recommend that you don't really do too much in that first trimester because it's really yeah. critical so maybe i can't even say i'm a walk because like anything can kind of you know so maybe i might do something light but no because by the time you get this baby hanging out your belly yo be like man i'm i'm just gonna say it i'm not gonna be working out I'm sorry. I'm not. And for any women listening out there, I am not trying to say it's easy or anything. I'm just saying it's possible. It can. Yeah, be it's possible. But my man better love me. But if you know anything. he he don't like, if you know he don't like really overweight women. But you know what? If he's you right. not that attractive to you anymore. You right. Like he 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 still loves you though. You right. You right. He still loves you and everything. He just you know he can't get it up with you no you more. You absolutely right. And see that's why this is what I just try to be transparent. When I date, I make sure that they don't mad because I'm already fat. So I already make sure like I'm already you know there. So you just gotta make sure like. You just got to make sure you mess up with somebody that don't match. That's all. That's it. Yeah. You know? I make sure to make it a point. Like, I hope you know I'm fat. <laughs> you know, you just break it up. I hope you know I'm fat. <laughs> I hope that's okay with you. I hope you know I can eat. And I'm still going to be eating. <laughs> now, I ain't saying, you know, I ain't saying I ain't going to never, you know, lose no weight or nothing, but I hope you know. I hope you know what you get right now. You know so. what you said just made me bring up. I'm about to do an audible and bring up a topic because of what you just said. <laughs> there was a guy on 90 Day Fiance. Uh, I think it's uh, it was a woman dating a guy. Uh, mm -hmm. I would say because you know it's normally the guys dating the women in other countries, but it was like this lady. Uh, she was really overweight and she was dating this dude. I want to say from Brazil. Mm -hmm. uh but you know or man, maybe he's from morocco i forget 
But he was in shape, you know, mm -hmm. and he liked her. But I think she was just getting even bigger. But you know, their relationship was long distance. Right. I guess she was telling him that she was going to be working out and stuff and all of that. And then he finally got to see her and she wasn't. Uh, and I think. Huh? I think she, she just told. I, I think she just said it. I don't know. Oh, okay, I don't know. Okay. I, I just saw a clip. So I didn't right. watch a full episode. Somehow. But, he, basically somehow he knew though. Well, no. Okay, I'm about to get to that. So he got there, and I guess, uh, I don't know if they couldn't have sex or something, but he told her, you know, he wasn't attracted to her, but he loved her and stuff, and he wanted to help her. So he went to the workout all the time, so he tried to get her to work out with him. And I guess she was, like, refusing to do it, kind of, and all of this. And he was telling her, like, I'm not going to be able to keep this relationship going if you don't lose the weight. Like, he's like, I'll go back to my own country and everything. And she was, like, upset. Like, she's crying on live TV about this. Like, why won't he just accept me for who I am? And it's like, he tried, and he told you he wouldn't. And you said that you would work out. And he what? even helping you. Like, he even said he'll go to the gym with you and stuff because he do it anyway. So, if you give a dude that says he'll be with you he just wants you to you know drop the weight would you do it no and do you think it's wrong for somebody to ask you to lose the weight i mean if you want to tell me to lose weight okay but and they're, no. and they're willing to help because you gotta think about a relationship for long term like right. it ain't just about looks it's about your health right. Like, you can't yeah. even experience stuff with your kid. You can't get on rides right, with them. Right. Like, say they scared to get on, like, a simple merry-go-round ride. But you too big to even fit in there. You can't even experience right. stuff with your kid and all that. And that's how big she was. Like, she couldn't right. fit certain stuff. Or you go on an airplane. You want to go on a family trip. You got to buy, you know, overweight people that's really overweight. They have to buy, like, two seats. Right. You can't just buy one. So it's like, you're impacting our lives by being overweight. Well, I mean, he can say, first of all, I guess in my situation, I'm not a thousand pounds, so. <laughs> yeah. I would you expect no. I would, hope, right, I would hope nobody comes to me and be like, well, if you want to be with me, you got to lose some weight because I'm going to tell them you got to go. But, <laughs> I mean. I feel like in her situation, like with her crying on national television and all that kind of stuff, it's kind of a lose-lose situation for her because, I mean, he's told you, first of all, he's expressed, I, I mean, I want you to lose weight. I can't be with you if you don't. But on her end, if she, you know, she was saying, I wish she would just expect, ex um, accept me for who I am and yada, yada, yada. On your end, you have to understand that's just not what he wants, you know? He can't accept you for who you are. If you're not going to change it, then just be with somebody who will accept you for who you are. Like, it's just that simple. I'm not going to be on national television and while some man trying to get me to work out and I can't do it or I'm not willing to do it and I'm crying about it. You know, I'm just going to find somebody that can't, that's going to accept me. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Now, I see it's not a problem, like, if I'm with somebody and I'm like, okay, I want to go on this journey. I'm, I'm, I want to lose some weight. I want to lose a few pounds. Um, that's not a problem if they decide, like, okay, well, I'm gonna go to the gym. You want that kind of motivation, 
Yeah. But it's overstepping boundaries when you are telling me, oh, you're going to lose this weight or I'm not going to be with you. Then you could go. Oh, and it's not. It's because it's. Because think about like how obesity like spreads. Like I'm talking about like it's a disease, but it's like <clears throat> say you're overweight, uh, and then your kids, you know, they don't see nothing wrong with being like you start breeding like a family of overweight people because right. they think it's okay and it's not. Like a lot of people who are overweight is going through life and acting like it's okay when it's not and so many health problems associated with it some of these people can't walk up a flight of stairs uh like i said like people gotta buy up more seats on a plane because they're big and that's less seats for everybody else so it's like it's so much stuff that's impacted and then on a more family level like you can't do stuff with you know uh your kids while they're growing up because you can't fit on a ride with them or you can't fit somewhere with them. <laughs> like, even taking pictures can be awkward because, like... So what if you, you ain't got kids? <clears throat> I mean, if you want a life together, like... I, I, I'm saying, like, you want to spend your life with somebody, right? Life partner. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what life expectancy for what the Americans would seventies or something like that now eighties? If you're overweight, a lot of overweight people are dying in their forties and fifties and sometimes even younger. So it's like, and I if I meet you, like I'm thirty uh, or late twenties, and I meet you that late, that means we got probably. 10 to 20 good years together before your body starts to fail you because you're overweight. So it's like, I can't even enjoy my life with you because of this stuff. And then, like, your quality of life might get worse. Like, say you end up getting diabetes or heart disease and stuff. Like, you can't go certain places because of uh, it might affect, like, your uh, your blood pressure stuff. You can't eat certain stuff. Like, it's affecting your life together. Like all the good years are gone down the drain due to the obesity. You're missing out. So even if you don't have kids, it's like, man, I can't enjoy my partner fully. Right. I mean, yeah, I hear all of that and stuff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I hear all of that. And, you know, while that's true, I still feel like, you know, you, you can't. Well, that's true. I don't know what I'm going to say. Because <laughs> I guess it's just like, I feel like people people can and should have preferences. And if, if someone's preference includes, you know, being with somebody that stays in shape, that's fine. That's perfectly, totally fine. Um, And see, I, I can't, because like when you were saying with the episode of the 90 Day Fiance thing, um, those were two adults. She chose to, you know, try to stay with him. So I mm-hmm. can't even say nothing. Like I can't even really defend her because you're choosing to try to be with this man. You're crying on national TV about how you want him to stay with you, but he's told you what you have to do for him to stay with you. Either you want to do it or you don't. 
it's just that simple like if somebody is giving you their preferences and you ain't meeting the standard and you can change it either you gonna change it or you not mm-hmm. that is just that simple to me like either you gonna change it or you're not if you are okay with where you're at in life okay go be by yourself but you're not gonna be with this person <clears throat> so you know you can lose a really good person too that way yeah sometimes uh, you can being, sometimes being you can Some about yeah. being stubborn huh um, no i mean it I goes think... for men and women it goes for men and women because sometimes right. i i've seen dudes that's what they got like a really good woman that's like wife material and they're right. just like being bums or they're not going out uh-huh. and chasing like amb- like they're not ambitious and the girl's right, like right. giving you multiple chances and she's like I- I'm gonna leave right. you know yeah. and he yeah. and then the dude's like all mad and salty about it and it's like dog it's like she had a point like you yeah not being I mean it's like you really want her and you mad that she gone then elevate yourself mm-hmm. yeah or she's gonna leave like she gives you a ultimatum that's another thing. Dudes, if you know you ain't crap and she gives you an ultimatum, you need to <laughs> stop acting all high and mighty like you are a prize and like just get get on your stuff, man. Just do what, what? she asks you to do. It'll make your life better too. Like nobody wants to be with somebody who's just chilling, making minimum wage or just smoking or drinking all day long, not doing nothing. If she's working the stuff, you can't be in the house not doing nothing. Because if you was working, you came home and she wasn't cooking and cleaning and stuff, it'd be hell to pay. You'd be snapping, talking about how you gonna cheat, whatever. So you gotta do the same thing. That's the thing. Dudes get in situations when there's a role reversal and it's like they don't know how to act. Like, exactly. she comes home, she's stressed out, you gotta be her piece now. Right. <laughs> like, have food ready. Make sure the house is clean. Laundry's done. You know, you right. got access to accounts, pay the bill, just in case she forgets. Like, do no, it. Don't go in my account. No, I'm just saying, like, some people right. share accounts. I'll but it's it. like, okay. just just, just pay the bill. Like, do alleviate her stress however exactly. you can. Like, she shouldn't be having to come home and be stressed out with you. Like, she told you to clean up something way before when she left, and it's still dirty or something. Don't nobody want to come right. home to that. You wouldn't want to come home to that. So don't exactly. make her come home to that. Exactly. Yeah, I, like I always say, adults just have to, you know, lay out their expectations. When, when two adults are trying to get into a relationship or whatever, they just need to lay out their expectations. And if you know, like if there's an expectation that one of the people know that they can't meet or they're not willing to meet, leave that person alone. Like, if you're not willing to actively change to meet that expectation, then leave that person alone. There are more fish out in the sea. You don't, because I just feel like that, like with the girl with the 90-day fiancé thing, you told this man that you were working out, you told this man that you were changing and stuff, you playing with him. You play, you stringing him along and you playing with his emotions and then he come out there and now he's trying to actively help you. You are playing with him. Just tell him I'm not willing to lose the weight and let it go. Mm-hmm. You playing with his heart. You playing with his man. Because obviously he feel like he can move on. So at this point, you playing with him. 
anytime somebody tell you an expectation and you know that you can't meet it or you're not willing to meet it and but you tell them that okay i'll do it you plan with their expectation you plan with their man you deserve with my emotions. Right. <laughs> so, adults just have to learn how to communicate, honestly. Everything comes down to communication. Adults have to learn how to communicate. And the final topic I want to talk to you about is I came across this post. And I've been seeing this a lot lately throughout this year, but women getting, they're vilifying men that date women that's younger than them. And this post particularly, I was like, oh no, this is crazy. Cause she said, a 36 year old man with a 26 year old woman is a red flag. Men who avoid relationships with the women that's the same age as them are not looking for a partner. They're looking for a woman they can lie to, act important in front of, and manipulate them into being with them. If a man over 30, regardless of his success or wealth, needs to date someone younger, it's a straight-up red flag. Uh, I had to totally disagree with that. Uh, first off, a lot of women don't even date dudes their own age because they're not about anything they're like wasting time they're trash a lot of women like are trying are like on their p's and q's they want to have a family or whatever they have expectations for how they life how they want their life to be and a lot of dudes at their age aren't about that or they're still in the beginning stages of building and they're not there yet and they're ready so it's like, of course, a 26-year-old woman would probably be trying to talk to a guy in their 30s. And that's the thing. She's not saying nothing about women who want to date an older man. She's just talking about the men that chooses the younger women. Right. Like, I think that's... I don't think that's a red flag. Just because... And I don't think dudes be trying to manipulate all these girls. Like, how? How am I going to manipulate you? Mm-hmm. Like, if I am important, I'm important. I'm not trying to trick you into being important. Like, if I'm a CEO, I'm important. <laughs> if I'm an executive, I'm important. If I have my own business, I'm important. If people depend on me, I am important. Like, I'm not trying to act it. I'm not trying to manipulate you uh, or lie to you and all that. It's just who I am. Uh, I think the main reason a lot of guys date younger or is because some of them want children uh and i think they said for women pregnancy gets riskier the older they get mm -hmm. uh i think like between 35 40 and all that it gets risky so they like if it doesn't work out with the person they was with and they find someone younger to be with then it's like they can get their life started especially if they already established Usually a man isn't even establishing his finances and stuff until his late 30s. So if he has everything and he's ready and the women that he just started to start talking to happens to be 25, 26, and she's ready for a relationship, it's like, all right, cool. You know, I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> 
one thing I want to begin with is her example, <laughs> her example of the 26 year old with the 36 year old, and her saying they feel like they can take. Basically, they feel like they can take advantage of these girl, well, these girls as she call them. Um, <clears throat> they feel like they can take advantage of them and tell them anything and blah blah blah. First of all, I feel like a lot of older men, women tend to feel like because i'm 25 so i feel like a lot of older women i don't like this a lot of older women tend to try to make it seem like younger women around this age group 26 you know in our 20s i ain't gonna say late 20s in our 20s um like we don't know what we doing you know as if we don't know what we're doing like we don't know how to be smart we don't know how to speak up for ourselves we don't know when somebody is trying to play us like come on now come on now i guarantee you that a 36 year old man that is with a 26 year old woman he ain't playing her that much i guarantee you that like come on now he ain't telling her she ain't believing eating his lies out of his now maybe an 18 year old with a 20 i mean a 36 year old okay but a 26 year old with a 36 year old that woman has a mind of her own we are smart we know what we're doing so i just need older women in every aspect because they don't even just do this in dating they do this in every aspect but right now we talking about dating i need for older women to stop acting like we don't know what we're doing now we can look to older women for some advice and everything but they like to make it seem like we're just these vulnerable people who don't know what we're doing they have to reinforce stuff and keep telling us stuff we know and if we're being honest the new generation the 25 26 yada 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 i'm not gonna say i feel like we're at not a different level but we're in a different mindset when it comes to men in general anyway we're in a totally different mindset than women of the older generation yeah y'all like hate men so right so (laughs) you know we're not trying to First of all, in this generation, we're not trying to alter ourselves for men. We ain't trying to, you know, make ourselves fit into these boxes for men. So I feel like they could probably take some notes from us. But honestly, I think so, too, because yeah. a lot of the stuff that women are doing is so unattractive. I'm like, I don't think they're doing it for dudes. I don't exactly. know who they're doing it for. <laughs> But it's exactly. nasty. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like they getting like these big old like nasty butts, like these injections and all of this stuff. Right. Like these, women. Like, big lips. And I'm like, y'all don't even look. Ugh, right. Like at this point, we don't care how men feel. We don't care. We do not care. And so another thing, um, <laughs> I wanted to go onto the men's point of view. Um, because like just a lot of times like with her vibe when she was explaining it her vibe just kind of gave off the fact that we're young and dumb and we don't understand um nevertheless I feel like it's a big thing okay well again I do want to point out for me 26 and 36 that's not a problem y'all two grown adults like you know come on now so 
nevertheless, um, I feel like it's kind of becoming a big thing of when people see, you know, older men date younger women and stuff. And I'm talking about like extremely younger, like maybe an 18 year old with a 40 year old, you know, an 18 year old with a 36 year old. You know what? What would you want with that young of a woman? You know, I don't understand and, it either. They can't even go to the bar or nothing. Why? They can't do nothing. Like, give me twenty one at least. Facts. You know, <laughs> and I, I think that a lot of people are like in this mindset of trying to, like every, like I feel like we need to choose our battles in this situation. We need to choose our battles a little while. Like, leave the people alone that are 26 and 36. Like, leave them alone. Look at the 40-year-old men that are with the women who just turned 18. Like, look at them. You know, I feel like in yeah. this situation, we just need to choose our battles a little wiser. Mm-hmm. Because, and it's, it's, it's uh, you know, it goes both ways. Because, like, there are younger men that are with much older women you know and it's always said oh well he just want her money you know he want her insurance claim or stuff like that you know so uh, it's something really attractive about older women sometimes i don't know sometimes they just seem like china but uh, i want you to say more mature that might be what i don't know i don't know what it is but it's something about them but when i think about it because i started thinking about like health issues and stuff like logically i'm like i don't got that many good years left in this one right (laughs) yeah (laughs) now some and and see that's what i I gotta say this some men do you know purposely date younger women you know with a motive but well, it's because they're happier. They're full of life. They don't have all of these this baggage, like emotional baggage from dudes like hurting See? them or doing them bogus. And it's like, and, and it ain't about manipulation. Like I want some happiness. I don't want a girl that's like gonna be sneaking through my phone and stuff because she always thinking I'm cheating because some other dude cheated like that with her. I, like, no, I don't want that. Well, I just don't like with that with the example that she gave. I'm just stuck on the 26 and the 36. <laughs> like that, a 36 year old man, he's not like he's a little like he's not that old. You know, like he ain't that old. So it's it's not like man. Yeah. So a 26 year old maybe with like a 50 52 year old, but still get out her business. True, because how another thing is like, how's he manipulating her? I mean, he probably right. got some. Get out of her business. <laughs> they have to realize women are smart too. Get out of her business. I swear, I've been saying it for years. Women be shaming other women like crazy. Yes. And somehow we get blamed for it. Right. But we need to. We, <laughs> We need to start blaming the people who really need to be blamed. Like when in our previous conversation, when you were saying how many times have um 13, 15 year olds gotten hit on, you know, those are the men who we need to be looking at because it's ridiculous. And yeah. at, at, I don't know how old I was. I know I wasn't 18 yet, yet, but just walking down the street, older guys, you know, 
And it's yeah, just like, come on, man. Those are the guys we need. And it's just so casual. Like, in, in especially in our culture, I'm going to point us out. In our culture, it is, it is very casual for a young girl to be walking down the street and the older guy to feel like it's okay for him to talk to her. It is very casual for little girls to be getting out of a high school building and for older men to feel like it is okay for them to talk to her. It is also very casual for high schoolers to be in the high school building and for security guards and other people who work inside of the school to feel like it's okay to like flirt with her, but kind of passively, you know, you know, it, it, it's very casual in our community. It's Why very exposing casual. these black men. Why are you exposing? <laughs> <them>? <laughs> it is very like it's just it's just very cra- like when I as a young person, you don't really you just feel like ooh he he want me. But when you get older, it's kind of like you think back and you like that is crazy because it's too casual. Like it's men who met like it's men who you just would never think and they out here flirting with thirteen. 14 year old in high school do you think it's in our blood um, because of where we come from because I was reading a story um, a woman said that she went on vacation to some country in Africa and they had offered her cause you know how people usually joke about uh you know kids and stuff like getting rid of their kids so he was like you know i'll offer you uh two camels for your you know daughter and she was like ha, you can take it for free like she thought he was joking but he really like reached for her daughter and she was like wait what are you doing and like her tour guy had to tell her like no he really asking for your daughter right now <laughs> and do, you, do you think it's like in our you know black people always talk about their roots and stuff like do you think where it's just in us from our descendants and you know what i don't think so because i've never had no urge to talk to no little girl right right <laughs> I, don't, I don't think or, so or do you I... think it's just a, a mental thing with some dudes because you pointed out with black dudes so that's why i was saying like do you think it's a black thing or are you just highlighting the fact a lot of black men did to you or people you know well first of all i don't think it's in our roots um but (laughs) i'm not really coming at black men um because i'm not in a you know i'm black i'm only in black culture so i don't know how it goes in other cultures or other races but um as far as black men i feel like it's just become so normalized because like even in some black families we have little girls who are you know actively telling older people you know in their families that this man is flirting with me or this man is doing this or you know and it's kind of swept under the rug and the natural instinct like it's too normal for the natural instinct to be to to see if it's true you know well, let me do some investigation to see if it's true rather than getting that man out of her life and out of your life. Or rather than going straight to the, you know, police and having them investigate. Like, 
it's just become it's become too normal you know and of course there's always false claims but i've just seen too many like there was a whole video on facebook with this girl um telling her mom about her about like her husband flirting with her or whatever he was doing to her and, and the, the mom, mom told, told her like she was wearing like those blue yeah. shorts and stuff around him yeah and it's <laughs> like what i don't care what you i don't care what a little girl especially when you know how old the little girl is i don't care what she have on in front of you as a grown man you shouldn't be trying to talk to no little girl like come on now so i feel like in the black culture it is really it's normalized because it has to be normalized for grown men to be riding in their cars and stopping to talk to little girls like there has to mentally be something wrong for grown men to be literally talking to little girls and not feeling like there's a problem like literally going to sleep at night feeling okay about themselves that don't make no sense it might be like and a, a certain latin cultures too because uh i heard a mexican woman talk about like uh you know quinceadas uh she's i think she said the origin from it was you know a girl she turned 15 or 16 or, or i think it's 15 and she is now regarded as a woman and i think she said back then that was like a, a last ceremony start to get her ready for a husband so they could get married at that age and a lot of latin men would be hollering at them even though they're like really young and stuff now because exactly. they just turned 15 or 16 so that's what i was saying like you think it's from our culture or something or do you think it's like more malicious i just think i don't necessarily think it's in our roots um i do think it has a lot to do with our culture though because not even like it's not even just grown men like there are grown men who take their sons to the strip clubs yeah. <laughs> like to the strip club and be like there are you know young boys who are talking about their first time with an older woman over 18 like you see so many people you know um guys talk about their first time with the babysitter this woman was a grown woman and you were a kid that she was supposed to be babysitting so i feel like it's it's kind of it's in our culture you know and it's reinforced a lot it's reinforced a lot i'm not gonna say it's only reinforced about black men because clearly you know you know men are going through these experiences too where older women are you know okay with being with them or whatever so i do feel like it's i, I feel like it's in our culture honestly like <laughs> i do feel like and it's i feel like it's a culture as idea because yeah. <laughs> ain't no way Ain't no way. And I just feel like it's in so many generations that now, like, black people don't know how to effectively talk about it. Because when you, like, if there's so many families where now, you know, you have the grandmother or the older aunts, and then you have the um, kids or the, you know, nieces and nephews, and they're grown too. And so now it's kind of hard for the basically the the elderly people to address the fact that they didn't protect those people when they were children and now these people have problems now these people have mental problems now these people have ptsd from this so i feel like a lot of it is just the older 
I'm not. I ain't trying to come at the older generation, but a lot of it because it's a lot of it is generational. A lot of it is older people not really wanting to talk about those things and not really wanting to address it. I also think it's for people that have it done going on in our lives too. Because I, I was think, I was just thinking about how dudes would be graduating high school, and then next you know you see them hanging around the high school the next year. Exactly. And sometimes they still talking to you know one of the sophomores, one of the juniors, right. and it's like right. it's like yo, not everybody has to go to college, but you obviously don't have nothing going on if you're here. Like, exactly. you don't have a job, you're not going to trade school, like, you're not working on your, like, why are you here back with these younger people and nobody, exactly. like, around your age? Because, like, if you go to college, everybody's 18, 19, exactly. 20, exactly. or a little bit older. Like, everybody's older. There's nobody underage anymore. Exactly. <laughs> or if you go to work, everybody's usually your age. You hardly mm-hmm. ever see anybody underage working with you. Or you go to trade school, like all of that. So I think that's also another thing. Like some people with poverty, you know, people of color, you know, black, Latin, whatever, we've been in poverty and sometimes you can't go to college or something. Right. Uh, or you can't find a job. So then you go back to the people you know. Like maybe you exactly. was cool with like the sophomores and juniors when you was a senior and now you go back to your school. Uh, and I don't know. It's like, they're probably not consciously thinking of it because they just left school. Right, they're right. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, I remember I used to talk to this girl. You know, Maybe I'll go up there, you know, see how she right. did, you know. And and then it just creates this sick cycle because now you're, like, still talking to them and you don't got nothing going on with your life. Exactly. And it's, yeah, you're stuck. You're stagnant. And now, mm-hmm. you know, everybody looking at you like a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I think... That's why I feel like high school is a really weird place because it's like 13-year-olds can be in the building with people up to 19 years old. Like, yep, it's a and really sleeping weird with them. place. Right. And nobody and like say even, nothing. Exactly. Teachers will see a senior with a freshman and be like, well, and you And don't know. say anything. They yep. both in high school. <laughs> and it's crazy because even some high schools are like 7th grade to seniors. That's like, what in I my heard. High school, yeah, my high school had seventh grade. Like we literally had, I had classes with seventh graders, um, because we had like classes where on Wednesdays we were able to like choose. So it wasn't like classes as far as like English and stuff. Like we were able to choose like if you want to do like a poetry class or you know just kind of like an extracurricular class. So you could end up in there with uh you know freshmen or something like. So you can end up in you can end up in there with a seventh, eighth freshman. You know, you can end up in there with anybody in any age group because anybody can pick those classes. So yeah, it's like you literally, man, you literally have that could be I think a seventh grader is like eleven, twelve. You literally have twelve, thirteen, yeah. Little kids in the school and some of them ride the bus home, you know, right with the 19, 18, 19-year-olds. So, I always felt like high school was, man, a, a real weird place. <laughs> yeah, and everybody act like it's okay. And right. It's like nobody says nothing, so it's hard to 
get mad at somebody who's like, well, nobody said it was a problem when I was 17 dating a exactly. 13-year-old. <laughs> exactly. Then when you out of the school and that person is still a sophomore or junior, it's a problem. Yeah, and then you coming back like, well, my girlfriend go here. <laughs> right. Yeah, some parents don't even see it either some parents no because like especially if y'all had a relationship say a sophomore is with a senior uh and she go to prom and then you know you realize he's graduating and everything and you, she'd be like oh i'm going with Derek this weekend and then they were like oh yeah he said you of i right now right like yeah yeah right and be like oh okay you guys can go eat like they don't even see like this fool is 19 and she 15. Right. Like it's, it's, <laughs> I don't know. It, it's something about starting in high school. Like it's <laughs> something about dating in high school and, and it just, it's okay. I think because older generations, they usually, they found their life partner in high school. Right, right. Because not everybody went to college. You started your exactly. life right off after high school. You went to the salt mass. You started working uh-huh. on the railroad. You did all this, like, this hard labor. And you was able to support a family by there. She's having kids by 20. Like, right, right. So, I, I guess that they don't normal. see nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Yeah, damn. Now we starting to see something wrong with it. <laughs> but, and which begs the question, like, are we the problem? <laughs> right. Because a lot of the marriage, like, the marriage rates and the actual them staying married to death like was higher than it is now now that Uh everybody's like woke and everything like maybe they had the formula just in executing (laughs) right and we're messing it up completely (laughs) these people been man these couples been married for 50 60 years Mm -hmm. and still kicking yep happy (laughs) going on vacations generations of family yeah Are we the problem? <laughs> I've been thinking about that too. I've been thinking about that. Maybe on one of these podcasts we can get like an older guest and right. see what they say. Right. See if they Let think we're messing up. Exactly. Let them tell us if we doing too much. Because <laughs> clearly something wrong. All right, everyone. Thank you for tuning in with us for another episode of the Do Better, Be Better podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed the show, and we'll talk to you again next week. Peace.